You're listening to PetLifeRadio.com. I am Seth Peterson. I am Dippy Hedren. I'm Rhonda Schwartz. I'm Doris Roberts. This is Jesslyn Gilson. Hello, I'm Victor Webb. Hi, this is Charlotte Ross. Hi, this is Ed Begley Jr. What's up, you guys? This is AJ from the Backstreet Boys. Hi, this is Shannon Elizabeth, and you're listening to Talkin' Pets. Talkin' Pets. Talkin' Pets. And you're listening to Talkin' Pets. Talkin' Pets. Talkin' Pets. With John Patch. John Patch. You're listening to Talkin' Pets with John Patch. Hello, America, and welcome to Talkin' Pets with your host, John Patch. Join John and his expert guests with all of your pet questions, concerns, comments, and stories. Now it's time for Talkin' Pets with your host, John Patch. And welcome to Talkin' Pets, heard coast-to-coast on your favorite radio station. This is Talkin' Pets, and I'm John Patch. Joining us is Jalen Sidlow from Celestial Custom Dog Services and Mr. Bailey. Here to answer your training <laughs> questions and your behavior questions about your pets, the number is 844-305-7800. When you call into that number, you'll speak with Ben at Gab Network and he'll put you on the line with us. That's 844-305-7800. The show is produced here at the farm by the ever so lovely Miss Lexi Lapp. Hi, John. Hi, Lexi. Hello. You doing good? I'm doing pretty well. You look good. Thanks. She looks awesome, doesn't she? She does. She always looks <laughs> so good. So digging on her hair. We have a special guest joining us in this hour. Her name, of course, is a dear friend of the show, Sarah Hudson. Uh, we're going to be talking with uh, her. She's got a book out now called Modern Dog Parenting, Raising Your Dog or Puppy to Be a Loving Member of Your Family. But I'm John Patch. I'm Jalen Sidlow. I'm Lexi Lapp. This is Talking Pets. This feeling inside my bones It goes electric wavy when I turn it on All through my city, all through my home We're flying up no ceiling when we in our zone I got that sunshine in my pocket Got that good soul in my feet I feel that hot blood in my body when it drops Ooh, I can't take my eyes off of it Moving so phenomenally on like the way we rock it, so don't stop. It's under the lights when everything goes. Nowhere to hide when I'm getting you close. When we move, well, you already know. So just imagine, just imagine. I can see but you when you dance, dance, dance. Feel a good, good creeping up on you, so just dance. And you're listening to Talking Pets. That's the song of the summer. Another great hit by Justin Timberlake. But once again, I'm John Patch. I'm Jalen Sidlow. I'm Lexi Lapp. We welcome your calls and questions at 844-305-7800. That is the number to call into the show, 844-305-7800. But I want to welcome on the author to Modern modern Dog Parenting, Sarah Hudson. Hey, Sarah, how you doing? I'm great. Thank you for having me on the show. It's always wonderful to have you on the show. And you've always... How many books is this, by the way, now? Uh, I think it's... Somebody said I have 16 out there. I know I've written three and a couple of are spinoffs or they've chopped up a book here and there. But this is the first book I've written with St. Martin's Press and I'm so excited. Um, yeah, I actually do a lot of work with St. Martin's. I do a lot of work with them with uh, uh, St. Martin's Press. They're, They're a great awesome. group of people there. 
Yep. So, and congratulations because I love these kind of books where you can like open it up and get some advice. You know, when people are having problems with their pets. But um, how long did it take you on this book to put this book together? Um, I write really fast, so they gave me a year, and I I did it in about three months. I oh, love wow. writing, awesome. and I love this topic. And my whole focus is getting people to think of living with pets more as parenting them and less as training them. Good idea. Good idea. Well, you know, I want to introduce you, of course, to uh, Jalen Sidlow. She's a trainer here in the uh, Tampa Bay. Hello. Market. How you Hi. doing? As well as our producer, uh, Miss Lexi Lab. Hello. Hi. And then, of course, all of America. We're going to give away a couple of the books uh, called Modern Day or Modern Modern Day Modern Dog Parenting: <laughs> Raising Your Dog or Puppy to Be a Loving Member of Your Family, and it's by Sarah. And uh, we'll send you a copy of the book when we announce it to call in, and you can win one of these books. And Sarah, you do such a great job with your books and all these years. I think 26 years I'm on the air now, and um, I know you've been on several times with some of your other books, and I always love your books. You do a phenomenal job with it. Yeah, well, the most exciting news that's out there now, and and I'm sure this is common knowledge even to you all, is dogs are now, it's been scientifically proven that they have the same emotional and learning capacity as a two- to three-year-old child. So the emphasis in raising them needs to really be teaching them English as a second language, forgiving their bad behavior as less them trying to annoy you and more they're trying to get attention and just repeating any behavior that at least in their mind is effective. And you know with kids, they'll do, they'll do things to get bad behavior if that's all they can get or if they get more attention for being naughty, then good, then they're going to they're gonna repeat those habits over and over and dogs, it's the same way. When you come in, if your dog's jumping on you, even if you push and yell at them, in their mind, it's very exciting. It's like confrontational play. So you're guaranteeing a repeat performance. In one of the chapters in your book, um, it's called Welcome to Doglandia. What is Doglandia? Um, so we have many, many dogs, and we foster dog for years and years as my kids have been growing up. And my daughter one day said, we, uh, our house isn't a house, it's Doglandia. And I got this vision of a a world where people are accepted no matter where they come from, no matter what country or how much money they make, that we all are united by this shared love of dogs. So that's what I call Doglandia. And I invite everyone to join me there. And it's so easy. It reaches across every, you know, stratosphere, every how much money you make or education you have. If you love a dog and I love a dog, we share that feeling. And that's a feeling that non-dog lovers just don't get. But we get it. You talk about in, in um, page 21 of your book of modern dog parenting, and you, you, there's a topic that you have here, aggression in dogs is incurable. That's not true, though, right? Um, well, aggression in dogs is simply a aggression, first of all, is just a response to intense levels of fear or frustration. And once a dog has had that experience of using aggression to soothe intense levels of fear or frustration, they will, when the triggers are present, go back to using aggression. But aggression isn't a bad thing. I'm sure I could bring aggression out in you if I knew what your triggers were. Maybe it's, <laughs> It wouldn't know. take much, Sarah. <laughs> <laughs> Not these days. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, 
you know, I don't think I don't think aggression should be looked at as a bad thing. It's just an emotional response to stress. Dogs have it. We have it. Is it incurable? It's an emotion. So if your dog uses aggression to protect themselves, to make themselves feel safe, they'll do it again. Is it bad? It's not a bad thing. You just have to learn to manage their triggers. And as a parent would, you know, one of my kids, I know what sets him off. I help manage that for him because it, it's not good for anybody when he gets set off. It's horrible for him, and it just kind of disrupts the whole activity or the evening or whatever it is but i know what can set him off you know you know we for always example, talk about if i give him a leg ailment for a 14 year old and he's only eight i know he's going to get frustrated i know when he gets frustrated he uses aggression to soothe it he won't let us help him he won't look at at the you know instructions he just gets very mad and he'll throw that lego so i mindfully buy age-appropriate toys for him and don't expect him or get on him for not being able to figure something out that's not age-specific well, we're speaking with Sarah Hodgson, and um, am I saying that right? I, I have a hard time saying mm-hmm. your I last know, name. I know, it's a funny name, right, Hodgson? It, Everybody just calls me Sarah. So hopefully soon I'll be known uh, on a first-name basis, like Cesar. So we're speaking with Sarah. Sarah H. <laughs> Sarah. <laughs> Sarah H. There you go. Everybody can pronounce that. The author of Modern Dog Parenting, Raising Your Dog or Puppy to Be a Loving Member of Your Family. If you'd like to get a copy of the book, we're going to give one away right now to the third caller. So if you're number three, call right now and the book is yours. Compliments, of course, of St. Martin Press and, of course, Sarah H. Sarah Hudson. Uh, so Modern Dog Parenting, will send that out to you. Call right now and it's yours, 844-305-7800, 844-305-7800. You want to know how to live with your dog? Then read this book, Modern Dog Parenting. Call right now and the book is yours. I'm John Patch. I'm Jalen Sidlow. I'm Lexi Lapp. Check us out on the web at TalkinPets.com. You'll find some more information about the book on there as well. And join us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. This is Talkin' Pets. It's designerpetsweaters.com. Hand-knitted designer sweaters for your precious pup or cool cat. Beautiful couture patterns for your pets, including custom-knitted formal wear, casual wear, yachting, and even sports-themed. Many designer pet sweaters include feathered tammy hats, top hats, and a lot of sparkle. Each sweater includes leg loops, front paw sleeves, and leash opening. Visit designerpetsweaters.com to order your four-legged fashions today. Your pets will stay warm for the winter and be runway ready. Large or small, we fit them all. Designerpetsweaters.com Let's Talk Pets on PetLifeRadio.com The dogs are... Hey. 
And you're listening to Talking Pets. Once again, I'm John Patch. I'm Jalyn Sidlow. I'm Lexi Lapp. Hey, don't forget you can watch us live right now on our Facebook. So if you're a member of our Facebook family, you can watch us on there right now. So it's uh, we're broadcasting live there now. So tune into it. And again, that's uh, TalkingPets.com. And if you click on our Facebook banner or you know the emblem at the top of the banner, um, you'll join our family. So Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. But once again, uh, we want to talk with you. The number is 844-305-7800. If you call right now, we're going to send you a copy of the book, Modern Dog Parenting. It's put out by St. Martin's Press. The author is with us right now, Sarah Hodson, otherwise known as Sarah H. Uh, raising your dog or puppy to be a loving member of your family. So, Sarah, um, the book is out now, right? The book came out on Tuesday, and um, oh, so Tuesday, out. September sixth, and it was reviewed in the New York Times on the eleventh. Thankfully, it was reviewed favorably. So, I was good, happy about that. No, it's a great book, definitely. In page thirty-eight of your book, um, again, modern dog parenting. And if somebody calls right now, you can get a copy of the book eight four four three zero five seven eight zero zero. 844-305-7800. Call in the book is yours. Again, called Modern Dog Parenting. You get into some topics about vocalizations and like alert territorial barking, bored barking, anxious barking. You get into attention barking, whining, growling, and howling. What's some of the remedies, for instance, in your in your mind about bored barking when a dog is bored? How would you maybe separation well, anxiety, that a for great instance? Question because um, you know our kids are often. Uh, as soon as they get bored, they're on the tech, and, and it's one of the skills you and I probably learned in childhood is, like, what to do with yourself to self-soothe yourself when you're bored. So on my YouTube channel, I posted recently, this is also on my Facebook, um, which is When Dogs Talk, uh, I have uh, this video and the thing I recommend people do is create puppy pacifiers. And doing my best Julia Child's imitation, I show people how you can make a mash out of your dog's baseline food and then add things like carrots and sweet potato and peanut butter if they don't have allergies, um, uh, sardines. Uh, and you mash it together and then you stuff Kongs or squirrel dudes or some kind of hollow bone with the with this mash but don't do like one or two do 15 put them in a tupperware put them in the freezer and when your dog's bored or when you know they're going to be bored and it's it's there's so many things we do that are unfair to dogs like gathering around a big thanksgiving table and having a feast and and just leaving them off to busy themselves if you know your dog's going to fuss or you know that from five to six when you're busy with the kids the dogs are going to want something to do and they're going to boredom bark give them a puppy pacifier put it on a cue give them a cozy mat to sit on and then when they they're doing their activity pay attention to them reinforce them what a good dog what a good dog so you're focused not on the boredom barking which is enough to drive anyone insane but you're focused on what they're doing right we got a little boredom going on right here with, I know. with Bailey. I was just going to say that. <laughs> Jilly's got her dog with her today in the in the My studio, border. and and uh, it's, oh, and it's Bailey. And Billy wanted to be part of the show, apparently. Yes. Oh, Bailey. good. Hi, Billy. What a good boy. <laughs> he is such a good boy. Your I like the fact that you get into on page forty-seven of your book, uh, Modern Dog Parenting. Uh, dogs only see in black and white. A lot of people thought that was true. Is that true? They actually do see some colors, right? They do see, sure, mm -hmm. they do see some colors, and there's a wonderful app you can download. Of course, I did. My kids love using it. I think it's called Dog Watch, and it splits the screen between what 
your dog sees, and they see certain hues. Um, and what, how we see something, and it's wonderful how blurred the lines are when they're not, you know, our eyesight is our strongest sense, and it's really the dog's weakest sense. They really are only using their eyes to detect motion and uh, shape. And so a dog's strongest sense is their sense of smell. But this app, which I really love, really lets you walk around and see the world or see an object how your dog's seeing it. I have an interesting story about that you want me to tell it to you. <laughs> no, I, we, I have, we have a little puppy, and I don't know if you've heard of um, the, the palpaloma virus that the dogs get. Yes. <laughs> oh, he had the worst case. It was 25 warts all over his face, some the size of a grape. And so during that early socialization period, I couldn't take him out. And he was just a, he still is a wonderful specimen. But when I started taking him out, shapes really, really alerted him. He would see a shape that was unfamiliar, which would have been encoded during his puppyhood if he were not quarantined. And And it took a lot of... Treats, reinforcement, I use these things I call treat club cups and clicker training to get him comfortable in the world beyond our, you know, our home. I think of the home as the den and the yard as the territory, and he was very comfortable with those areas. But as soon as I got him out in the world beyond, he was very, his eyesight, every single object he saw that he didn't have a, a template for, he just... Um, his hackles would go up and he would bark and I'd have to do, I had to do a lot of work to bring him up to speed. He's okay now, but it took quite a while. You know, um, do you ever see the book, um, uh, the movie Sixth Sense? Mm, oh, sure. Well, there was the, the one part in the, in, in the movie where the kid says, you know, I see dead people. I see mm -hmm. dead people. <laughs> and do dogs actually, you ever see them staring off into nothing? No, no, yeah. like nowhere <laughs> land? I mean, what are they looking at? I don't know. You know, they say I did this piece, I blog on the Huffington Post, and, and the piece is, do, do dogs have sixth sense? And they do say now that dogs can see, um, of course, I'm spacing on the, the word, but the longitudinal lines, you know, what the migratory birds see. So I, I wonder really what they are looking at. You never know. Could be dead people. Babies do Could it, too. Could be spirits in the mist. Well, they always say that the younger a child is, the more um, attached that they are to the universe where they can see things like that. Mm -hmm. And I've always thought that because I swear to Jesus, I have ghosts in my house and my dogs interact with them. I, I wonder about say. my cats, actually. My cats are like that. My oh. cats will sit there and stare at nothing, and I'm like, okay, what are you looking at? My son will just <laughs> stare behind. Like, he'll be holding him, and all of a sudden, he'll just zone out behind you, and you're, you'll, like, turn around, and you're like, what is it? Who's looking over my shoulder? <laughs> Well, it's a great book. Well, it's called Modern... Think, they Modern must think we... Oh, sorry. Go ahead. No, the book is called Modern Dog Parenting, Raising Your Dog or Puppy to Be a Loving Member of Your Family. It's by Sarah Hodgson. It's uh, a great we're, book. We're talking with Sarah right now, and um, we're going to take a little break. When we come back, though, we'll continue on with Sarah. Got a couple more questions talking about the book. It's put out by St. Martin's Press. You can find it in bookstores, and you can also find it online. But you can get a copy of the book right now if you call in at 844-305-7800. That's 844-305-7800. You're listening to Talking Pets. A big welcome to a new member of the family here. AM 1480 WISL and online WISL1480.com. So welcome on to the family of Talking Pets. Give us a call, 844-305-7800. 844-305-7800. Once again, I'm John Patch. I'm Jalen Sidlow. I'm Lexi Lapp. And this is 
Talking Pets. When I adopted her, she was a mess. Scabs, itching, licking, missing fur, hot spots, a thin, dull coat. So I take the dog to the vet for the standard run-of-the-mill tests and treatments. No results. I hear your advertisement on the radio. D-I-N-O-V-I-T-E dot com. 859-428-1000. So I get the five-pound box of Dynavite and the Lico Chops. Within a four-week total, instead of a German Shedder, I have a German Shepherd. Sheba is a 105 lean pounds of shiny, smooth, happy dog for life because she gets fed Dynavite. And the results, they're just incredibly outstanding. And she loves it. When you rescue a dog, you have to do the right thing. You've got to feed him right for life. Do the Dynavite. Dynavite for life. 859-428-1000. D-I-N-O-V-I-T-E dot com. Hi, I'm Dana Humphrey, the founder of Whitegate PR. We have been specializing in PR and marketing in the pet industry for over 10 years. If you have a pet product or service you would like to promote, give us a call. We can help create awareness for your brand on TV, radio, magazines, newspapers, and blogs. Feel free to reach me directly at 619-414-9307 or learn more on our website at whitegatepr.com or follow us on Facebook. Let's talk pets. Let's talk pets. On Pet Life Radio. Pet Life Radio. PetLifeRadio.com And once again, you're listening to Talking Pets. Pick up the phone and give us a call at 844-305-7800. 844-305-7800. You can also check us out at TalkingPets.com. You'll see a lot of information on, on the website about who's coming on the show, what we're all about. And you can watch this now live on Facebook, so check that out too. And join the family at Facebook. The icons are right there at the top of the homepage for Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. Once again, give us a call at 844-305-7800. This is Talking Pets. You ain't nothing but a hound dog girl crying all the time You ain't nothing but a hound dog crying all the time Once again, you're listening to Talking Pets. I'm John Patch. I'm Jalyn Sidlow. I'm Lexi Lapp. The gang's all here, even our dog Bailey for today, <laughs> putting in the sound effects. But we're speaking with Sarah Hodgson. She's the uh, author of Modern Dog Parenting, Raising Your Dog or Puppy to Be a Loving Member of Your Family. Uh, Shelly out in Murfreesboro, Nashville area. Congratulations. Enjoy the book. We have another one to give away at 844-305-7800. 844-305-7800. Call us, and the book is yours. So pick up the phone and give us a call. 844-305-7800. 
I gotta ask you, Sarah. What's um, what's one of your remedies for when you walk into somebody's house and you're over there for a visit, and the dog just keeps jumping up on you and jumping up on you and jumping up on you? Um, it never happens, quite honestly. And here's why: dogs jump up because they want to make eye contact. They want to make face-to-face contact. So when if I were to come into your house, I would approach you face-to-face. I would say hello. I would shake your hand. I would sit down. Now, if I were a dog, what I would want to do is I'd want to smell your mouth. I'd want to smell your skin. But because dogs (laughs) are half our size, they often leap up. And when we bend down to push them or we jump away or if someone's terrified and scared, if they're facial expressions change, then the dog gets very excited because then they're interacting and they're getting information and information fuels hyperreactivity. So when I walk in, if, if a dog jumps on me, I, I take my arm, I bend it in half, and I block my face. And immediately, you know, it might take uh, 10 seconds, 15 seconds. It's, it's not interesting to the dog because there's no expression. I keep myself calm. I walk in, I tell the person what I'm doing, and then the dog gets bored with me and moves on. Now, I often, when, when I'm working with a puppy or a person or I'm trying to discourage a jumping habit, I t- teach the person you need a cue word like say hello that lets the dog know this person's okay and this person is one of the inner circle. And anybody in the inner circle is an animated Pez dispenser. So if you stay on your four paws, they're going to give you a treat. (laughs) And it's very easy. It's just a habit you create. And I tell people, you know, if you feel comfortable, what I do nowadays is I go out and I buy some Tic Tacs. They come in big containers. I empty them and I wash them and then I fill them with dog treats. And I shake them and I flip the little lid and I give the dog a treat at a time, usually just their food. And I tell people whenever the dog is calm enough to take a deep breath automatically flip the lid and give them a treat and then we get in this habit of if when you come in if if it's the person when they come in they ignore the dog until the dog's on four paws then they say say hello they give them a treat then when somebody comes in they do the same thing. They say, just ignore the dog. They show the person how to block the face with their folded arm. And the dog learns that's a signal that means I'm not going to get any attention until I calm down. And uh, so I never have that problem. You know, I had a friend, uh, I have a friend in Los Angeles, actually, that has a dog. And when he goes to work, the dog just continually starts to bark. So, of course, living in an apartment building, there's other apartments around. And there's neighbors. And the walls are paper thin. And complaints come in. Any advice to like, oh, separation anxiety? So that's that that dog has learned that barking gets attention. So now what you have to do is teach that dog. You spend the first ten minutes saying speak, speak, and giving the dog treats for for speaking or whatever it likes a ball or a toy or you play tug. Speak, speak, and you play and you reward the dog and you tell the dog it's brilliant. Then after the 10 minutes or however long it takes for the dog to understand when, when daddy or mommy says, speak, I bark, then you say, speak, speak, good. And then you say, shh, and you hold your finger to your lips and you say, shh. Now, it might take the dog 20 minutes to stop barking, so do this at a park, not in an apartment where you drive people crazy. But you say, shh. 
and you say shh. And when the dog stops barking, it might even stop just because you made a like a funny sound. Immediately throw treats on the ground and tell the dog it's wonderful. And it's good, it's good. Then you throughout the day you take a little cup, you can do your tic tac cup or a different sort of cup. You put it everywhere, like you take it when you sit down to read the paper or you eat, and the dog will bark at you. And then you say, Shh and as soon as the dog stops barking you give it a treat. It might take four or five days, but all you have is time. And when the dog starts learning that the new trick is to stay quiet, then you have a dog you can take anywhere. Uh, the and end of your- if the dog loves barking, you still should take it outside and let it bark. Like, let it get the bark out. Because dogs who love to bark do love to bark. They love to bark. Oh, so yes, like bark. beagles. <laughs> At the end of your book, Sarah, on Modern Dog Parenting, you uh, there's something that you get into from four to six to spandex, um, what my dog taught me about aging. What's that all about? Um, well, you know, I, I'm a mom, and I used to be very skinny and athletic and sporty, and then I got the paunch, and... <laughs> Then, you know, I'm kind of getting older, so I'm ebbing closer and closer to 50. And I um, I have a wonderful old dog. She, I, I can barely talk because she just passed a, a couple of weeks ago. But Sorry. Um, she she has always been my Buddha. She, is, she was old. She dribbled. She could barely stand up. But her tail always wagged. It was always her amulet of joy. And... You know, dogs never complain. They never, they age gracefully. They let you take care of them to the to the very end. And I thought, wow, it's not about wrinkles. It's not about aging. It's about being happy and, and being loved by the people who surround you. And that that really is the most graceful thing about loving and, and spending time with a dog is they really don't care. They just love. <laughs> you and they're just happy to be with you no matter and what br- i mean they really give us that unconditional love they bring that joy into our lives i mean all all pets do not just dogs if you got a cat or a bird or whatever yeah. something that you can spend your life with and you never have to worry about them stabbing you in the back <laughs> <laughs> just pooping on your floor <laughs> yeah and that happens from time to time <laughs> We just got two pups, but they're rat pups, so they're not dog pups. This is my teenage daughter's, uh, you know, instead of marijuana, hopefully she's going to raise her rats to be good citizens. But uh, it's true. They just lighten up to to her every footstep and her every voice. They come right over to the cage, and they're just these cute little Dumbo rats. But you're right. That that, that was a comparison. Yeah. (laughs) Marijuana, rats. (laughs) (laughs) You know, know, they have to make a statement. Children have to make a statement that they're different from you. So she didn't go out and buy a rescue puppy. She went out and got her two rats, and I said, "I can relate. I did that." Yeah, I had. uh, Well, I raised them since they were little, but you know the uh, the big. really big ones the lab rats the white ones and the black and white ones and they were amazing and very intelligent i taught them to do a lot of things it was amazing i even had a pet possum named pickles we've talked about that on the show before and he was an amazing pet great pet it's amazing like some of the pets that people do get out there and you know i never i mean i had hamsters and stuff like that but i mean i I never thought i'd have a pet rat and i don't think i will but but they are smart and people very smart and absolutely John, we know what we're sending you for Christmas. Yeah. No. And, and they're soft They're soft and fuzzy, and they just, snuggle up to you. Sarah, I just got chickens. That's enough. 
chickens are fun. <laughs> no, I love my chickens. We have chickens. Yeah, they oh. are so much fun. They, they are Did so you loving. Name them? Uh, yeah, actually, uh, one's mm. uh, Dorothy and one's Rose. I know. We're, supposedly, we're not supposed to name them, but yeah. <laughs> I'm not eating them anytime soon. I know. <laughs> <laughs> not at all. <laughs> well, Sarah, I want to thank you for coming on the show with us. It was a great pleasure, as always, and uh, congratulations on Modern Dog Parenting. Thank uh, you. It's actually a, uh, a great book, and it's raising your dog or puppy to be a loving member of your family by Sarah Hodgins. It's out now in bookstores and it's out online. And Sarah, thanks for joining us Thank here you on the so show. much, Sarah. It was a pleasure talking with you. Thanks. It was so much fun. Take care, take Sarah. Care. All right. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Bye. That's Sarah out there. She's the author, of course, of what I said, which was Modern Dog Parenting. You can get the book in bookstores. You can get it online, so check it out. It's a great book and Sarah's a lot of fun. So uh, check it out. Some great advice in this book. And if you call right now, we have one to give away at 844-305-7800. 844-305-7800. We'll be right back with a story from Lexi Lap. Once again, I'm John Patch. I'm Jalen Sidlow. I'm Lexi Lap. And this is Talking Pets. Amazing Pet Expos is coming to a city near you. Admission is always free and your pet is welcome. Shopping, adoptions, free nail trims, discounted shots and microchipping, agility, a pet costume contest, and much more. Plus, meet the guys from Animal Planet's hit TV series Tank and Pit Boss online at AmazingPetExpos.com. Bring your pets to the Pet Expo. Begging to hear more of your favorite show? Full episodes of all our shows are available on demand. Go to PetLifeRadio.com to fetch our entire lineup of possum pet podcasts. Also, dig us up in iHeartRadio Talk and iTunes. Let's talk pets. Live and on demand only from Pet Life Radio. Let's talk pets. Let's talk pets. On Pet Life Radio. Pet Life Radio. PetLifeRadio.com. It happens. Some animals are not always our friends. So which animals kill the most Americans? These numbers are best estimated based on reported incidents. Shark attacks claim one American life per year on average. Alligators and bears also average one kill per year. Venomous snakes and lizards claim the lives of six Americans each year. Spiders kill seven Americans each year. Non-venomous anthropods, mosquitoes, ticks, lice, mites kill nine Americans every year. Cows kill 20 Americans every year on average. Yes, cows are 20 times more lethal than sharks, bears, or alligators. The Post points out the Post points out that most of these deaths are attributed to the workplace accidents involving farmhands. As the CDC notes, large livestock are powerful, quick, protective of their territory and offspring, and especially unpredictable during breeding and birthing periods. Mammals, including horses, pigs, and deer, claim the lives of 52 Americans each year on average, but the most deadly animals for Americans are also some of the smallest. 
Bees, hornets, and wasps kill 58 Americans every year on average. Most are from anaphylactic shock after a sting. So there you have it. A cow is more likely to kill you than a shark or bear. But be careful out there and avoid those wasps and hornets. They are the true killers. Buzz buzz. For more information, visit www.talkingpets.com and join us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. Reporting from Talking Pets, I'm Lexi Lab. Listening to Talking Pets, I'm John Patch. I'm Jalyn Sidlow. I'm Lexi Lapp. Pick up the phone and give us a call, 844-305-7800, 844-305-7800. That's the number to call, 844-305-7800. We want to talk to you, of course, about your pets, 844-305-7800. So, Sarah, I like Sarah. And by the way, uh, congr- I like Sarah, too. congratulations to Wayne in Portland. Um, I like a lot of the things she had to say. Um, I, I do work a lot on the same categories, but I also got some very interesting information with her that I would like to put into my training sessions with people that it's possibly that they could be able to understand it the way she put it across. Where some people I tell things to and they just really don't understand what I'm saying. Like a deer in headlines? (laughs) Yes. (laughs) You know that story that uh, Lexi read about cows? That was amazing. I love that story. But that's based on Americans. I was looking actually at um, a report where they were talking about like people like uh-huh. in the world, uh-huh. and there's hundreds, there's like thousands of people that actually lose their lives constantly, actually because of like a hippos kill like a huge amount of people yes. every year, mm-hmm. like worldwide. But American-wise, the numbers don't seem so high. A long time ago, when I lived in Aspen um, with my chef husband, um, in that year, not people that we knew, but people in the town and through between the towns, there was a I think five different individual deaths from elk coming through windshields. Really? Yep. Well, I mean, there's a lot of deer accidents, so yep. I mean, a lot of people die from, from accidents with deer. So Yeah, but I mean, an elk is three times the size, four times the size. And there's a video. We put a video on our homepage of TalkinPets.com, T-A-L-K-I-N Pets.com, TalkinPets.com, and uh, you could check that out. So I thought that was very interesting, though. Yeah, no, it is. It's definitely interesting. And, and Sarah's got a great book out there so i mean if you want to check it out it's modern dog parenting you can actually check it out um in the bookstore near you or online but we have one more book to give away uh 844-305-7800 844-305-7800 i was trying to figure out where the we got a little 
bumping in our microphone for some reason, but Julie, it's your microphone. Uh, okay, I'm not touching it, I swear. <laughs> <laughs> well, we'll have to figure out what that is, but um, it's definitely yours. I touched it there, okay. Well, pick up the phone, give us a call. <laughs> New microphone coming your way. 844-305-7800-844-305-7800. Lumping in studio when everyone points at me and goes, it's her. It is her. <laughs> it's her. It's her. <laughs> Here we are right, trying to figure out all the wires, you know, during the show's going on. Because, you know, it's live radio, things do happen. I'm just and, the co-host. I didn't set this place up. <laughs> and, it's, and, it's, and it's her. You might be talking too close to it, maybe. I don't know. So stay away from the mic. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. I like it, though. I want to get close to it. It's pretty. It's new. Yeah, well, it doesn't like you for some reason. <laughs> it's my electricity. <laughs> I'm very electrical. But we'll get that fixed. Okay. But um, Sorry, y'all. Again, too, before we say goodbye for this hour, it really is important whether, you know, it's Modern Dog Parenting Book by Sarah or another book out there. People need to do their homework before Absolutely. they bring a dog home, right? Yes, indeed. You, you just can't bring a puppy home or even an older dog. Mm-hmm. People will adopt older dogs, and you can't put it in the living room and say, you're home, oh, enjoy yourself. I think you need 10 times more schooling bringing home an older dog because they've just there's so much more going on in their heads and in what needs to be redirected in their training because they're not so they're not little babies that you can easily mold you know when you're adopting or you get it from a rescue or something like that i think people just need to you know from point a to point b don't be silly um learn about what you, learn about the breed that you want i like study, the fact i like the know? fact too that sarah in the begin, get, beginning of the interview didn't just say like it's no more training it's parenting it's parenting and it really is i mean it's just like having a kid and mm-hmm. you know lexi you know now because you got a seven and a half month old carson mm-hmm. and, the, <laughs> and the things that you have to teach him yes it really is very similar to having a dog in your life the yeah. things you have to teach your dog not not that i'm calling carson a dog <laughs> <laughs> he's absolutely adorable and cute but you know you do have to say no don't touch that or you know yes mm-hmm. same thing that you do with a dog when you mm-hmm. bring it home yeah i mean you wouldn't let carson alone no. At a year old or two years old running around the house, like picking things up and sticking <laughs> in his mouth and so on and so forth. So you, you got to do the same thing with a dog. So exactly. It really is important. Hey, well, thanks for joining us in this hour of the program. Mm-hmm. We're going to do an operation on Jilly's mic. And, um, <laughs> oh, my goodness. But um, thanks for joining us. And spay and neuter your pets. Help control that pet population. If you're looking to adopt a pet, go to your local animal shelter or your rescue and get one from there. But once again, I'm John Patch. I'm Jalen Sidlow. I'm Lexi Lab. We say goodbye for now. And don't forget, check us out at TalkinPets.com and join us on Facebook. Twitter, and Instagram. And you can watch us live on Facebook now, too. Uh, We have video on there. Watch us live. Tune into it. This is Talking Pets. Let's Talk Pets. Every week, on demand. Only on PetLifeRadio.com.